Yes. All right. Good morning, everyone. I'm um, at the airport about to head out on the flight. Uh, the motor's in North Carolina. I'm about to head out on the flight in Florida. Uh, but we're going to keep the world moving forward. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. We're going to keep it moving uh, all the way to it. Uh, can't do it no more. So uh, I just want to start out this morning. I, wrote, I read it yesterday. I don't want to read it again today uh, because I think it's so important for us to begin to grasp what we're really trying to get everyone to understand. Uh, as you know, we're talking about going from comprehension to application, from application to experimentation, and from experimentation to manifestation. So it's important to be able to just kind of understand that process. But it allows you to begin to really experience what God has for you. And we've been talking about claiming, proclaiming, and claiming. But the one thing that I'm excited about is that we are getting deeper into the Word. I mean, I can feel it. I can see it. I can see it happening. And, you know, with Ramon and I continue sharing this on a morning basis, it's just really opened up some, some eyes to all the blessings that are being bestowed on so many people. You know, we started this thing out, and now it's rolling right along. I want to read from you uh, just this morning to kind of get a basis of where we're going. Ephesians 3 and 17. It says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. The reason why I want to start here with Ephesians 3 and 17 is because we've been talking about getting plugged in, getting connected to God's word. And so often you find yourself really sometimes unplugged. But what we're doing is we're saying, let's understand this power source. Let's understand that God is the power source. And that he sends that power down through his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. It then comes down through the transformer, which is the Holy Spirit. So we're seeing that happen right before our eyes. But the key for us is how do we get connected? How do we get plugged into that upper level, that level of the Holy Spirit, the level of Jesus Christ, the level of God? How do we tap into <laughs> How do we tap into that and begin to live it out of our lives, live it out in a, in a, in a daily basis? And we found that the more connected we are, the more plugged in we are to, to God's Word, the easier it is for us to live our daily lives. You know, and it's exciting to be able to just kind of say, wow, what type of day am I going to have today? I'm going to have a wonderful day. You, you can make that decision just by the Word that you speak. When you plug into God's word, automatically good things coming out. Because what is it? It's the gospel, y'all. The gospel is the good news. It's not the bad news. If we recognize that God's word is the good news, and we begin to speak that good news every day, we begin to experience all the things that God has for us in our lives. And it's so important to continue, continue to just get excited about the word. I'm so excited about that. I mean, I'm about to go on the airplane this morning. But I got to look at my, my, my chart here and I got to think about it. Michael, Michael, okay, before you, you go there, let me just continue with where you were, Michael, please. Um, because I tell you, I didn't know you were going, uh, I didn't know you were going to Ephesians 3.17, and I want to read it again because it has a lot of meat to it. When you say, it says, so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power. That is so powerful. 
This is saying to me that we must be rooted in God, rooted in God. What does it mean to be rooted? And Michael, don't miss your fight. What does it mean to be rooted? To be rooted is to be established deeply and firmly. So God is asking us to be deeply rooted, deeply established and firmly in him, in Jesus Christ. So when I, when I, when I heard you read that, it took my mind to the fact that we should live a very distinctly different life. Once we become Christians, once we are become believers, our walk should be different from anybody else's walk. And I'm sorry? And the separation between what we were and what we are should be profound. It should be completely different because of our, our thinking has to change. It's all in our thinking. And when we've talked in the past that uh, wealth or becoming wealthy is a decision, walking Christ-like is a decision. It's a decision that we make when we say, I am taking this path. And it has taken me to the, the walking, and forgive me, my thoughts are, I'm trying to get this out, what he's giving me here. It takes me to, I believe it's Matthew, where, he, where God says, he who listens to my words, and let me make sure I have the right word, and let me, let me make sure I, I don't want to paraphrase this. Let me, let me go to, to, I know it's in Matthew. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. So sorry. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. It says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and do them well will be a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and the and the and beat that house, but it did not fall, because it had been found on the rock. And then it continues, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the flood came and the wind blew and beat against that house and it fell and it was the fall and it was a great fall. You see, I have read this verse a hundred million times, but I never saw that it said that I always thought, I always said the verse says the house is built on rock, but it doesn't say that. It says it's built on the rock or a rock. You see, we have to be rooted 
in Christ. So our house has to be built on only one thing, on the rock, on a rock. It is only one thing that we must be rooted in. It's only one thing that we must build everything that we have around us. It has to be built on a rock. That symbolizes Jesus Christ. That symbolizes God Almighty. There's only one rock. There's only one Jesus Christ. There's only one way to establish a firm relationship with Jesus Christ. When we put our faith in God, when we build our house on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, the winds, the, 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 the storms, the, the rock that represents derailment, that represents difficult times, that represents dark days, that represents troubles that comes into our lives, all of these things, if we are rooted deeply, firmly into the Word of God, into Jesus Christ, no matter what happens, no matter what devil comes against us, no matter what, what, what derailments come, we know that at the end of it all, at the end of it all, we will still be standing. See, that is what's so exciting to me. That's what I interpreted when Michael read being rooted being rooted in love. See, God is love. When you are rooted in Jesus Christ, you don't have to worry about the, 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 the storms. Are they coming? Yes, they are. Will they come? Yes, they will. And the parable shows, this parable shows that the wind, the storm, the rain, the hail, all of it, it came to the, the man that was wise as well as the foolish man. It comes to both. But the difference, you see, you know where uh, how a person is rooted, not by the fact that whether the storm came or not, too many of us as Christians, we think that as soon as we see a Christian going through difficult times, we say to ourselves, oh, he must not be a Christian. No, 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 no. This parable shows you that hard times, uh, storms, derailments, disappointments, all of these things, they come to us all. They come to believers as well as non-believers. But, oh, my God, what differentiates the believer, the one that is walking in Jesus Christ, is that at the very end of it all, at the end of the storm, the believer is still standing. The believer is still standing. Yeah, I like that part, but what you're saying right now is saying it goes back to Ephesians 3 and 17. It says, then Christ will make his home in your heart. The believer knows that God is going to make that, that, that home in your heart. So when those storms come, all you have to do is keep on loving, keep on believing, keep on having faith. 
because a lot of times people give up hope in the midst of the storm. And all you have to do is hold on. You, if you hold on in the midst and stay plugged in, that's what's key. If you stay plugged into God's word when the storm comes, because everybody knows the storm is going to come. You've already expressed that the storm is going to come. The question becomes, are you going to hold on? If you hold on to his word, no if and buts about it, you want to make it through that storm. Because this is what's exciting. This is, you know, I, I think a bit more more time get deeper into the word, is that look at the storms that we've been through. But look at the outcome we're still standing. In fact, everybody on this calling line, everybody who's truly there to us right now, you're still standing. You are still standing. If you, if you woke up this morning, if you can hear, if you can see, if you can smell, you're still standing. That means God has great plans for you. That means he's about to do some wonderful things in your life. But the key is, is to stay plugged in. The key is to stay plugged in. The more you're plugged into his word, the more you begin to experience all the wonders that he has for you in your life. You know, I, I, you know I'm not talking about the board to play this morning, but I tell you, keep, keep me going because this word right here is so exciting. I, I probably can't talk to you once I get on the plane, but I'm going to stay as long as I can. Keep it, keep it going, honey. Just keep it going. All right. You've been messing my thought pattern. Um, I really like, I really like this verse that you have here because I never looked at the 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 house as also a parallel to my thinking, to the decisions that I make, to the decisions that we all make, and the fact that um, persecution comes to us all. Um, it, it's not a question of whether the, the fact that I'm going through trials and tribulations, the fact that you're going through trials and tribulations, it is not a, Michael, you are a very big distraction with walking around. I really prefer that you just say goodbye to all of us because okay, I'm, gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm on the plane. I'm on the plane. Bye. I love you. Love you too. Bye. All right, y'all. I'm going to try to get my act together here, and I do apologize. Um, but this, I really do like. Um, this parable in Matthew seven twenty four through twenty seven that Michael has just kind of has taken me there. When we are rooted, rooted in God, we do what has to be done when it has to be done in the face of fear, because we, Michael Woods. Go away. <laughs> Please shut it down. Please. Oh. I just love this man, y'all. But, you know, his style and my style are so very different. And um, I need to learn how to just X them out, you know what I'm saying, so I can get my thoughts out, so I can get my thoughts out. But anyways. In Matthew seven twenty four through 27, I'm going to read it one more time, and it reads, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and do them, see, that's what we're trying, that's what we're working on. We're working on going from 
We want to get you to be a doer of the word. That is our goal. Because when you become a doer of the word, you then start living the word. You start living in it. And it's a beautiful thing. You end up having a peace, a peace that has no understanding. You, 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 can be, you, you could be in a, a very difficult time. You could be going through difficult situations. You can have where it seems like everything is falling apart, and yet you still have peace. And how does this happen? It happens by being rooted in Jesus Christ, being firmly rooted inside, building your household on the rock, the only rock, the rock of Jesus Christ. When you do that, you will have a peace, you all. I can't explain it to you what my husband and I have been through what we're literally going through, what we're living on a daily basis, this fight that we're in. And yet, I have a peace, you all, that makes no sense whatsoever. And it is because God, the Holy Spirit, spoke to my husband a year and a half ago and said, read the Bible out loud every day, five days a week. And I tell you, this has been a gift not to you, but to me. It has been a gift for each, for Mike and I. We are so deeply rooted now in the Word of God. We're not religious people. We, we're not into religion stuff. We are into faith in God, walking this Christian life and the peace that you get when you do that the freedom that you have. You see, total freedom does not come until you completely disregard what other people think about you. When you get to this point where I am, you see, someone said, oh, Ramona, you need to put some makeup on in the morning when you are going live. But, but see, I'm at a point in my life where I don't care what other people think about me. That's what you call total freedom. Total freedom. It is a beautiful place to be where you are completely free of what other people think about you. When you are rooted deeply in Christ, that's your that's all you're thinking about. You're only thinking in terms of what does God want me to do. And when you're there and you're no longer concerned about what other people think about you, you hear his voice even more. He wakes you up in the morning. He gives you ideas. You, 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 you're constantly the, the, the fear that you used to walk in, it dismisses itself just because you are rooted deeply in God and your life starts, you can, you, you, you become the evidence. People can literally see your life is that life 
that God wants inside of each and every one of us. People can see, you know, people are in awe and they're like, oh, my God, God is really working these people's lives because there's no way in the world that these people can deal with all that they're dealing with and have the schedule that they have and still be awake, still be healthy, still exercise, still love each other, still have, still have a job, still work, still help other people. How is it that they're doing so much? It's because, y'all, we're finally at that point that we don't care what other people think about us. We are literally finally operating in our gifting. We're operating in our calling. It is such an exciting place to be. This, the burden, this burden that, that each and every one of us put on ourselves of trying to impress people on a daily basis, do you know how hard that is? Because when you are constantly trying to impress people, that is a form of building your household on sand because people change their mind all the time. They change their mind all the time, and they're like sand. They're like quicksand. You're building your entire household, your emotions, your, 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 your stability. You're building everything on something that is undependable, the sand, it runs with water. It, it, it just, you can blow it away. This is why, don't worry about what other people think about you. Just ex- experience total freedom. I'm telling you, it is, ooh, it's such a wonderful feeling not to worry about what other people think about you and to be, and to allow God to literally guide your footsteps. And I am, I, I'm, I'm amazed to be at this place, but, but I can see that my, even my declarations, one of my declarations has always been, and Lord, guide our every, the Lord will guide our every footstep and we will be victorious. I just realized that's what's been happening. I have been praying for God to guide our, our every footstep so that we will be victorious, and literally that's what's happening. This is, what, this is why the word of God is so powerful, because the word is God. God is the word. So if we constantly speak the word, if we live the word, if we eat the word, if we speak the word, those words that we speak, we're sending them forward and they will manifest. What words are you speaking in your life? What words are you speaking in your children's life? If you are dealing with the world, that changes every day. People love you today, hate you tomorrow. 
They're with you today, gone tomorrow. The world is very unpredictable. The world, if you look at the news, the world will take a celebrity, put them up, rise them, just talk only good things, good thing, good thing, and then just as soon as they get comfortable with the world, the world knocks them down. If you look at um, any type of sport, basketball, football, literally, I laugh so hard anytime I'm watching sports because I can hear the commentators. They're literally saying all this, this good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. You know, for, let's say LeBron, for example. Oh, LeBron is this, and he's that, and he's this, and he's that. And as soon as he misses a shot, or as soon as he double, you know, fouls somebody immediately, the commentator flips on them. I mean, I'm talking about in an instant, he flips on the player and says, "Well, maybe he's not as good as he used to be. I, I, I think maybe he, 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 he's on his way out. Uh, yeah, I think he's probably too old." And literally, that's how the world is. This is why you have to build your life, build your household on the rock, on the only rock that is stable, that is with you forever and ever. The rock, which is called Jesus Christ, it does not fail. It doesn't change. It's everlasting. And this way, you don't have to worry because the only approval that you're looking for is the approval of Jesus Christ Almighty himself. So let's start building our household on the rock, on the word of God. Let's establish and let's get firmly rooted in the word of God. This is why the, 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 the reading of the word on this on every morning is so important. I'm going to definitely continue to do this. Whether we, whether we do it for you or not, this is a way of life for me now where I am going to read the word of God on a daily basis because I finally get it. I see the difference in my life. I am no longer, the emotions are not going like this up and down as a roller coaster because the word of God keeps me firmly rooted, you all. It's a beautiful feeling, and I want what I am experiencing, what I am feeling. I want it for each and every one of you. It is just absolutely awesome. I want to thank you all. I do apologize for the mix-up with Michael being, um, and he's in Charlotte right now catching a flight. I'm in Greensboro. But we are dedicated, and we are, we are using whatever technology we can pay for, wherever, whatever technology we can find to continue the, bringing forward the Word of God. And I thank you all so much for joining me today. And I am going to end, like I always end, with a prayer. I thank you, Lord, for giving us, I thank you, Lord, for giving us the eyes to see the harvest. I also thank you, Lord, for giving us the will, the power, the grace, the gratitude, the strength, the courage, Lord, to be rooted in your word, Lord, to be rooted in Jesus Christ, 
and not this world, Lord, because this world is deceitful. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the strength and the courage, Lord, to grab the harvest that's before us. This I ask in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen, amen, and amen. And I'm going to end this live broadcast now. I thank you all, and I'm going to go back to the telephone. So if you're on the caller line, I'll be with you in just a second. Thank y'all. Have a wonderful, glorious day today. All righty, all righty. Thank you very much.